Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Creep Dive. So, because we were a couple of weeks now that we haven't recorded and I have amassed an amazing array of weird. Did you know Chiabatta was invented in 1982? I did. <laughs> Isn't that fucking hilarious? <laughs> okay, really? Yes. Because I feel like we're going to suddenly have like Chiabatta Twitter is going to explode no. when they hear this and be like... No, Fact Jen. wrong. Check it. It's on Wikipedia. I checked Wikipedia it as well. Wikipedia is not an accurate source. I'm sure you're on Wikipedia. I could edit the Chiabatta Wikipedia page to then make it look like you're wrong. Google yeah, it right now. created 1982, but Wikipedia. Is it the world's youngest bread? I think it might be. It's the Cassandra the Delaney of the breads. Okay, so come on, keep it going. What else do you have? Oh, hilariously. Here's a little interesting one. Ready? Buckle in. 1984, the year I was born. A woman started hearing voices in her mind that later proved to save her life. Do you know why? Her voices were saying, you've got a tumour. You should consider getting a brain scan. What? Right? And she was like, this is just an awaking dream. I'll be fine, I'm sure. No symptoms at all, other than obviously the voice um, inside her head. Uh, the voice of the tumor. But she, the voice wouldn't let up and she was like... How do you think it would sound? You've got a tumor. I have a tumor. I'd say it would sound like my middle child, Arlo. It mm. would. Yeah. You got a tumor. Tumor. Well, it must have been because it was so annoying. She couldn't She yeah, couldn't and ignore it. And uh, so she, she booked herself into an American hospital. Obviously, everything cost a fortune. Or I'd love if it had a real smoker's voice and it's like, hey, I'm your tumor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because at the end, right, booked herself in and uh, then they found the tumor and they were able to carry out treatment for it. And she heard the voice one last time. Bye. We are pleased to have helped you. Goodbye. <gasps> Mental. That's Literally. Cool. Uh, what else do I oh th- okay br- this week I'm bringing you an amazing Twitter thread peppered with facts I found myself okay all about you guessed it narwhal no tardy grades no Chibata. no the naked mole rat right <laughs> it's truly absolutely amazing on so many it's incredible okay okay amazing 
Okay, great. I have some narwhal uh, <gasps> chat. Yes. Just very quickly. Give it. Uh, I've got a creep here. Aoife got in touch. Hello, Jen, Sophie and Cassie, but mainly Jen. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, I love your ongoing enthusiasm regarding all things nature. While listening to the recent episode on narwhals, I thought I should get in touch. You should. mention that my husband has written a book on narwhals for children. Get out! Yes, packed with interesting facts and some unsolved mysteries for... For as you noted, very little is known about these amazing creatures. Mystical. E.g., did you know that females can have tusks too? I did know that. And they can have either, mostly it's in the right-hand side of their uh, face, isn't it? Rather than the left, because it's the one of their front teeth that eventually grow into a tusk. And usually it's, it's I, I can't remember, it's either, almost always the right. Some of them have two, so. Fair balls to them. That's, that's, that's an absolute ego number, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I see your one and I raise you my two. Well, Aoife has, um, has expressed his comfort about plugging her husband. No, tell us the book. Well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> see what you yeah. did there. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I say to that, poo-poo, plugging. <laughs> Um, just having a great time yeah okay by yourself (laughs) she's gone gone this is gonna be it for now for the episode okay so the book is called oh let's guess one tusk or two it's such a cool name nor would you believe it nor wall the arctic unicorn beautiful yeah stunning anderson Illustrated by Joe Weaver. Discover the beautiful and fascinating unicorn of the sea, the narwhal. Sophie's mic's on now. Um, it's grand. Say the name of the book again. Okay, so the narwhal, the Arctic unicorn by Justin Anderson, illustrated by Joe Weaver. Now, Justin Anderson is a producer on Planet Earth 2. <gasps> How cool. Very and cool. Joe Weaver is award-winning artist and the book is for ages five plus and you can get it on walker.co.uk. And that's not husband pluggery at all. Okay, tell Justin he needs to write a new book about all the information I'm going to tell him about today. Okay. Okay, so thank you so much, Aoife. Uh, I also have a little bit of a rabies update. Update. Oh, a love this. personal rabies story. No. Yes. A living. So, uh, what? Do, incredible. Quick update 99% chance of dying if you contract rabies. It's the most lethal virus on the planet. Only six people have ever survived having rabies without the um, antivirals or the immuno shot, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, without the, intervention, only six people ever yes. have lived. Do you remember that? Um, I can't remember the name of it. The one piece of treatment they... It's, it's a, I can't remember. God, it's out of reach. It's but milk of one, magnesia. It works for everything. It's a type of milk of magnesia. But they basically put you into an induced coma with the oh, hope that oh, you'll survive. Again, I would contract rabies just to get the coma. It's, I'm <laughs> exhausted. A little rest. Tell me about this person. Out here being a white middle class woman. Okay, also quick final thing from Aoife. Um, She mentioned, right, that uh, there was a poster in the 80s that still haunts her to this day about rabies. So it was like a PSA about rabies that said, rabies kills agonizingly. Oh my God. I mean... Terrifying. It's like those little signs with the kids with the spirally eyes because oh, dog yeah. poop makes oh, them dog blind. Shit. Kid cartoon. They are terrifying. really terrifying. It looks yeah. like fucking salad fingers or something. Yeah. And my kids are frightened. Yeah. They should but be. I suppose they should. They should not. Yeah. They should do their best not to scare rub the, the shit poo. out of the dogs too. 
Anyway, tell us. I am only here with dad jokes today. Okay, so our first person rabies account comes in from Annie Sarkissian. Nice. One of our USA listeners. USA. USA. America. Fuck yeah. We love you creeps. Okay, so... Okay, so she's got a bit of um, chat about bat chat up top. Oh yeah, for you, to Jen. People were a bit annoyed with me about the bat, ch- uh, the bat chat. Interesting. Linking the did bat you get with a bit rabies. Of bat lash. I did got a bit of bat lash because there was um, uh, they weren't like bats have gotten a terrible rep. Basically, they were like, no, no stop oh, yeah. that! Don't increase the anti-bat sentiment. Sentiment. Okay, you're punching down, are you? I was. Okay, so. Here we go. First of all, I just listened to a hive where Jen mentioned she's trying to fight a development and thinking about buying bats. Yes. Mm -hmm. I work for two conservation organizations and would be happy to brainstorm with you if you like. (laughs) I live in rural Massachusetts, USA, so it's a far cry from Dublin and its laws, but a lot of the principles are the same. Have you organized a group? Question mark. I can confirm she has. I have you. Jen, Jen, her spammy email. We should post your email on the patron page because it was excuse me. Hilarious. I need a dramatic reading of the email. Yes. yes. Where is Do you remember it? the email? Of course. You look confused. Of course I remember. But I could find it in my inbox. I need to get in touch with that woman immediately. You really do. Okay, so she's supplying me with a few bats. Another person said, please don't buy bats on the internet. It, you remember how I was telling you they come in baby socks? Yeah. Individually oh, wrapped. I think we told you not to buy bats on the internet. Someone else confirmed that was a bad idea. So that's that's off the table. Okay. Okay. Um, right. Uh, she buy them an Ali Bat Bat. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Ali Bat Bat. bat. Yeah. Very good. Bat Bat. Very good. Slight pause. Like, I was <laughs> like, like, is this working? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's lost your bottle. We're, we're being filmed. It worked though. It totally worked. If Jen hadn't brought up how <laughs> you bottled, nearly bottled out, we no one would have noticed. She's non-committal. No. Okay, so Annie hasn't looked into buying bats, but has considered buying salamanders because uh, that's a big so one right there. Very exotic. There's not enough. Uh, the soil is not mo- moist enough for my for it to introduce salamanders into the ecosystem in the field I'm trying to protect. You're going to introduce fucking rabies into your lovely I could, little what? enclave, and then. There'll be a bigger problem than the fucking development. Think, what about the a single you know honey badger? Wait, oh, a rabid population would put off property developers. Oh, you should get rabies. You get rabies. <laughs> it would be like twenty-eight days later, and it could be like Pfizer. And you have don't the only even cure. need to get rabies. Just pop a salpidine in your mouth and start foaming <laughs> out. Pretend foam you have rabies. Yeah, one of those effervescence tabs. Yeah, they'll just think that she's like a Sauvignon Blanc mom oh. on the school run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So here's Annie's harrowing account. Re-rabies. March 13th, 2020. Was our first day of lockdown. It was eerily warm, like it's summer. And I am very easily plunged into severe anxiety on summery March days because I am so climate change aware. Again, conservation work. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to keep myself calm by repotting houseplants. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was all cheerful for my son with whom I live alone. Oh boy, I said, an unexpected vacation. What a beautiful day. Sounds marvelous. Effectively masking my inner panic attack in front of my kindergartner. He was happily playing outside. I was going in and out getting plants. I was feeling grateful. We had space outside to play. We're safe here, I thought. Nothing can get us. Little did I know. What was it going to be? I'd been inside for maybe five or ten minutes and my son came inside and marched up to me. Mommy, he said. 
a doggy bit me. Oh, fuck. I was very surprised and asked if he was all right. And he said yes and showed me his hand. It looked like a puppy nip, not bad at all. I figured the neighbor's German shepherd, who occasionally jumps the fence, had come over and was playing and had gotten rambunctious. She is taking this well. She is. She is. I called my neighbor feeling very responsible to make sure their dog was up to date on his shots. I love that when as a mom you do something that really is kind of parenting basics but at the same time is so hard to achieve that you are like pat on the back. (laughs) You know, it's like when I moved the bleach from the baby's hands to (laughs) a high shelf. I'm like, well done. Did it. Responsible. Nailed it. Okay. So well done, Annie. Um, their answer was, we're up in New Hampshire and the dog is with us. Dun, dun, dun. This is very like, Mary died 20 years ago. Mm, I bet you okay. wasn't a dog. I was very confused. I wondered if there was a loose dog running around. My son is neurodivergent and sometimes he has trouble recognizing faces. But the German Shepherd is pretty distinctive. Then it hit me. Coyotes. Boom. Oh. Very similar. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, we guys. live near the woods and we know they're there. We hear them sometimes at night. That's like us and the fox fucking up near where Screaming, I live. Screaming banshee. Oh, Jesus, the fox fucking. Let's get a visual on a coyote just while you're talking there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of like a, it looks like a nervy, mean dog. Okay. Anyway, honey, I asked, do you think it was a coyote? He said, no, no, it was a doggy. Mm. I showed him a picture of a coyote. He said he wasn't it. Looks exactly I said, like a dog. Honey, he does look like when a dog. the doggy came into the yard, was it running around sniffing and playing? And he said, no. Came straight for him. I said, no. Can you show me what the doggy did? And my son dropped to his belly and crawled straight at me, looking very determined. And I swear I had the my blood ran cold thing. She knew straight oh away. And I was really trying not to scare my kids. So I said, I see. And what did you do? And he said, well, I held out my hand for the doggy to sniff. Oh, no. He held out his hand for the predator death machine to sniff. Because of course he did. Because that's how we say hello to dogs. Yeah. I said, and what did the doggy do? Well, he bit me. He bit me just like that. I didn't hear you shout. I didn't shout. Why not? It didn't really hurt. Okay, what did you do then? Well, I whacked him with my stick and he ran away. Uh, Well done. Uh, Quote, uh, brackets, my son is rarely without a stick. Thank fuck. (laughs) Very good. Keep the kids armed, I say. They believe that in the States as well, of course. Good for you. Where did the doggy run? And my son pointed to farm fields across the street in the woods beyond. And that's pretty much when I felt faint. I kept showing him pictures of coyotes on my phone. He kept saying it wasn't it. Then I found a head-on picture of a coyote stalking prey. Does this look more like it? He said, yes. Oh, creepy. I'm looking at that now. I called his doctor and told him what happened. And he said we should go to the hospital for a rabies shot. I said, but we're in lockdown. We're in pandemic. Surely the last place we want to be is a hospital right now. I thought I was being rather sensible. I'm not sure it even broke the skin. Shouldn't I just wait and see? This is the ultimate Temple Street question mark. Yeah, I know. This this, is, but now we know. But she must have known about rabies then. If her blood ran cold in that moment, she was like, "Well, well I'd say she probably realized it was." She knew about rabies, but the next part was a surprise to her. The doctor said, "Well, rabies is a hundred percent fatal." Well, he's wrong. She's like, "Oh, I did not know that." You see, <laughs> So, in a very surreal term of events. Um, having been ordered to stay at home and stay away from other people I found myself spending the first day of lockdown heading exactly where no one wanted to be the emergency room it was so early that the hospitals didn't even have their official protocols yet most people at least had masks on but some people were in full hazmats hazmat suits like an ET their response was the same I'm sorry he did what now 
He got his first vaccine. There are three in the series. And that's when he, we established our house rule. When either of us has an injection or gets blood drawn, we have cake. Excellent. Nice. Great Next two times he came in for his shots, the whole staff would high five him. Aw, and immediately put on hand sanitizer. It was a long time before I let my son play outside alone. Fool me once, etc. So I wonder now if he's fully vaxxed, is that it for life? Rabies, I think, has like a, it's like tetanus. It's like 10 years. Okay. So good work. She says, I I wonder about rabies itself. They say that if you find a bat in your bedroom, you should get a rabies shot. They say rabies is 100% fatal, but they only check for it if your body's failing. That's right. And and the symptoms are all over the place. Yeah. Uh, do you remember you start and you, you can't sleep, fevers, yeah. and you get this hydrophobia? It's funny, it seems to be like, why would you randomly fear water? It's the kind of mirroring the vampire, the stuff we were talking about before. Um, so it has like this mad kind of array of symptoms. That's it. But at the time of your first symptom starting, that's it, you're a goner. How have you got like hours? Hours, Jesus. So, uh, but I think uh, you can go a long time before the symptoms kick off as well. I think I'm, I think I'm right. By she says, um, the final thing is that she, so they were saying about if you ever find a bat in your bedroom, I don't Often. know, maybe this might be this, this feels like in Massachusetts. Non, yeah, maybe. Ireland is so like boring on this front, but yeah. like I'm relieved that we are boring on this front, but sometimes, you know. She never gives what came into the kitchen. A bat that you bought on the internet. A little magpie. Mouse. A magpie. Oh, that is, oh no, That's that is luck. dark. That is not good. One for pl- joy? One for <laughs> pleasure, two for joy? No. What's the root? Right? One for sorrow. One for tragedy. One for rabies. Dark tragedy oh. at your door. Want a picture? Uh, Annie, so are Annie, you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, okay Annie? Annie. Annie's okay. She did good. say that one morning she came into her mother's bedroom and saw that there was a bat hanging above her. There's a... there's A a bat hanging above her mother? Yeah, in the bedroom. It's so, so cool. It's like dark. gothic, isn't it? And she... um. We didn't know at the time that you should get a rabies shot. Even if it's just, it's been nearby. Because, yeah, because you don't know if it's bitten you in your sleep. Well, that's it. Remember the man I was telling you about who yeah. died from the bat? Tiny, what the bat weigh like 15 grams or something. And he bit a tiny, teeny little hole. Didn't wake him up. Oh yeah, there you go. So she, Annie's wondering now if her mother has had rabies lurking in her system this whole time. Yeah, she could. And honestly, she says it would explain a lot. Well, oh. there you go. <laughs> Thank you so struggling. much, Annie. That was me ripping. Fool me once. What was, what's Bush's version? Fool me once. Fool me once. You fool me again. You'll fool Fool me me twice. You can't fool me. (laughs) That was great. Uh, Should we stick to animals and I'll just get into my rat worm? Do we have to, do we need to have a quick chat about the creep of the week? Who's the creep of the week? There's so many to choose from. The man with the dick in his arm. Okay, let's talk about oh, that. Oh yeah, uh, Channel Four did a documentary on him. The poor man had a blood disease, a blood disorder, a blood disease. He was an intravenous drug user, and he ended up getting fucking sepsis. Tips of his fingers and his dick was going black, and he was holding on to it, and didn't it just drop off in his hand? Then? Oh god! And so they were trying to grow him, build him a new dick. Okay, yeah. And they picked his forearm to, you know. For that to be the area, and wasn't he there with Dick? Just growing flopping the dick. off. Yeah, there's great interviews with him because he's he said he'd put his arm around someone and oh no, like, sir. their head might be nuzzling <laughs> against <laughs> it. That is really bad behavior. I do think those doctors, like, I know you have to like entertain yourself at work, but like, where's a good place for your dick to grow? 
neck no your Face tie I but guess. like somewhere oh yes you're right you're like your stomach close to the area your dick would be anyway just, I, was I know you don't not want your like, forearm you still want it to be in a novelty location for fun like a but tummy just flapping off your arm is not like a funny pack peenie what about like a penis tail yeah just above your arse that would be ideal <gasps> okay yes it would um okay creep uh, of the week sorry I went off no East. no not at all that's a well, those doctors are creeps of the week. Uh, listen, um, I got a flurry of tweets on May 2nd. Too many to count. And I was like, oh, someone's up to something. And it is the two-part Vanity Fair article about the Grey's Anatomy writer. <gasps> Did you guys read this? No, but it this. seems like something I would really enjoy. Oh my God. I just don't even know if I actually have. It's terrible to say have the energy. It is such a saga. So it's a writer on Grey's Anatomy who has, she just has it all. Like the fake cancer, the fake childhood trauma. All fake. Oh, she herself, she hasn't written this into the show. This is something. No, she has used it for some of her episodes in the show. They also, the writer's room defer to her on all matters tragic because she it's all happened is to made her. of tragedy and now it's come out that um all of it was like it's like tragedy appropriation from her ex-wife she like basically lifted like details of her wife's life and adopted them as her own narrative and like like genuinely has like she really lived the cancer storyline. She didn't like, just get to carried them. away. Like she didn't just kind of do the whole kind of like, oh, I had cancer yeah. in my early 20s. No. It was tough. It, it was an ongoing cancer that she was, you know, fighting on the daily. She's a survivor. She, um, all not true. All not true. And so who outed her? Surely your ex-wife was like, this is. Well, so the creator of, um, of Grey's Anatomy, um, Shonda uh, Rhymes. <laughs> it is. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's it's because it always reminds me of that Coyote Ugly song writer. Leanne Rhymes. Thank you. Can't fight the moonlight. Yeah, and then also <laughs> just true. Coyote Ugly in general. That's just a creep love, dive we should watch. We really should. And buying into that. It's like my favorite thing of all time, re-watching the final scene of Save the Last Dance when we were all like, oh my God, Julia Stiles deserves a place in Juilliard. She's the most incredible dancer I've ever in my life seen. <laughs> and then you watch it. <laughs> and she's like practically doing jumping jacks on the stage. And we were like, wow, a mix of R and B contemporary dance. Oh, no. She blew us away. Yeah. And the same with Coyote Ugly. You're like, oh my God, she's so talented. She's achieved all her dreams. And the great song is Can't Fight the Moonlight. <laughs> like, oh, what talent. It just like what? defined that whole year, Coyote Ugly, and that song was like yeah. all that took place that year. Uh, anyway, really so Shonda Rhimes, who has just made, she's responsible for the fairly terrible Anna Delvey show. Um, oh, yeah. So it's so mad that in the midst. Shondaland is her Shondaland, yeah. yeah. In the midst of um, like bringing out the Anna Delvey show, she got this email um, 
like that came into her her inbox would you believe that's where they come in <laughs> i like how you you did like a word count over there i'm gonna increase i was this. doing a daily mail you know yeah. and they're just like struggling to kick the electronic communication landed in her um yeah so basically like the um the hoaxer is elizabeth finch and she claims to have a very rare form of uh cancer called chondra chondrosarcoma and um it's something that she was like in and out of treatment for all the way through her career at um Grey's Anatomy and she said that like it was everyone basically believed she was like a miracle because uh she was very young to have chondrosarcoma and like nobody like lived with chondrosarcoma she said and she'd been living with it for like nearly 10 years. And she says that she had been on a clinical trial and had been the only person on the trial to survive. And she would often show up uh, to the Grey's Anatomy writer's room, scarf on her bald head. Like she was full method. Method, yeah. And, you know, she was really inspiring to everyone. The bosses gave her any time off that she needed to go and participate in her like maintenance chemo more trials what was she thinking she went to the mayo clinic in minnesota for like more clinical trials and friends have come forward to say that they drove her to and from appointments like was, was she, she going in and reading the, the magazines room. something was going on with so her i mean insane. like that's not she, god love her she's that's obviously wild. yeah she's obviously been... well it's munchausen's or malingering or whatever but also there seems to be like even more stuff that she kind of lifted from her um, her ex-wife's past. Like, to be honest, it's it's all in this two-part Vanity Fair article and it's absolutely brilliant. The article's, article's called Scene Stealer, The True Lies of Elizabeth Finch. I presume Shonda Rhimes will be bringing it to a streaming service near <laughs> us next year. Um, but until then, read the article. Thank you back. to everyone who tweeted it at us. It's so funny, but when I was getting it, I was immediately, like, I'm such a snob now. I'm like, bit mainstream. Oh, oh. bit mainstream for the creep, but thanks, God. I, <laughs> no, uh, I am. I have that open. I'm going to, I'm going to laugh it up. And there's another podcast at the moment called iHeart. It's from iHeart Podcast, iHeart Radio, I think. Um, and it is called Sympathy Pains. And it is a very similar story. Someone who is a, starts out as a camp counselor. Then she herself, she was a camp counselor for uh, teenagers who had physical disabilities then she gets cancer and her sister is dying and it's what's it called again good name sympathy pains yeah it's very very it's very gripping do you know it's what else brilliant. is gripping a naked robot robot rat do you want to hear <laughs> about it again that was so tedious <laughs> a naked mole rat excellent are you ready I am I'm not letting you, me not do this okay <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're intrigued go for it are you actually yeah well i mean we're picture this a finger left in a bath for ages yeah and then you bring it you bring it's it still out. attached or no just severed finger okay and it's wrinkly like it's been in a bath for ages okay and then it's got enormous teeth at the front oh wow and tiny little arms and legs oh my and god that sounds tail. like the dick they're growing on that guy it's exactly like that okay goes. let's get a visual Do you know what the best bit about, about the head of the naked mole rat is that its, it's teeth covered in smegma are <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. humongous right yeah it's... but its lips close behind them 
Do you know what I mean when I say that? I do. <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's so hideous. It's got, it's got tiny little lips. It's hideous. And then four. Now, oh wow, it's allowed is... to be because it doesn't live above ground. Okay, oh, fair. God. So I'm going to kick this off with an amazing twist. Wait, thread. the bath has nothing to do with anything. Then I was You're just trying to create a visual. You know when somebody's telling you a story and you go there in your mind. So like, I'm standing in the bathroom still. Tell me that doesn't look like a dick with feet. That is a dick with it's feet. It's oh, yeah. a dick with feet yeah. and tiny teeth. It's you know a what's... dick's worst nightmare. You know what's nice about it? Uh, it's skin. Nothing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Absolutely it's is extremely loose, and there's a reason for this. It's so that they can get over each other in their small tunnels underground with ease. Do you know another thing? <laughs> I don't know how that would make it easier. Um, it's so they don't snag Okay. Uh, do you know that's why they don't have any kind of they have ear holes all right but no ear flaps. Do they have eyes? They don't they they have very small eyes that sit very deep like pinhole soaps. Uh, but they can't see, but they can gauge light oh from dark. Oh my god. Like they literally look like uncircumcised, don't They're, they? Look at that one. These are going to blow that's your it. mind. I think I personally think like, they're pretty cute, especially okay. if you're listening and you haven't seen a penis like in a while or in like ever. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I think my dehydrated finger. Really, sympathy for the straights, guys. <laughs> right. Anyway, so they're fucking amazing. In a plethora, number one reason, they have super loose skin, like the uh, honey badger. If you grab the back or the front, let's say you grabbed a handful of nipples in the front of the female, right? Yeah, she could turn. Fully around and look at you because the skin's that loose. Uh, right. Uh, but the honey badger uses that as a way of killing you. I think that they use, this is not a useful, they're not trying to stop us from holding them, but I'm, I'm sure they probably don't like it's it. It's like a flashlight. Okay, enter McKinley Valentine and her tw- Twitter thread. This kicked it off. Someone sent it in. She has a thread of facts about the naked uh, mole rat. Number one, she agrees, and I agree. Comprehensively amazing. Horrible. Uh, each fact is more amazing and horrible than the last. Great. <laughs> I, I, just, I dispute the horrible thing. They are amazing. They are mammals. Live babies. They have about 16 nipples. 
and they're cold-blooded. Isn't that bizarre? Yes. But wait, they're the only ma- cold-blooded mammal in the world. Wow. Oh, I know. <laughs> My mind is blown. Do you know what else? They can't feel pain. Oh. Who, how now do they know that? I'm not in the business of knowing how they know that. But I am in the business <laughs> in telling you that I do know that and that, it, that it's in a fact, fact is a fact. So they can't feel pain. They have no pain receptors. So you could do your worst to them. And um, they will absolutely not mind at all. They have this bizarre ability (laughs) to live till they're 30 in captivity. Isn't that insane? When you think of a mouse, they're the same size as a mouse, lives for about two years. That is mind-blowing. And they live till they're 30. Wait for this again. Uh, Imagine having to look like that for 30 years. So sad. Like, at least we only look like that for the last kind of 10. For the first one in the last (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. What do you think of... So imagine this. You're underground. You're looking around. Why do you always make us imagine? <laughs> because just put your best selves within the mind. I don't care about the point of view. inside the mind right. of a mole right. Right. Is that okay. what you intend? Right. Okay. You don't I'm a little hair. dick with legs. Yeah. You're a tiny dick with legs. You're not alone. Because you live in a group of about a hundred. Uh, and everyone's your brother and sister. Uh, Except your mother. Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your aunt and your grandmother. <laughs> She's the one. Because she, you know that, you know how bees and ants operate in these colonies. And mm. you've got the queen pumping out all the kids. Mm. And everybody, and then you've got selected spermicide donors. Sperminators, yeah. Three of them, let's say, for if you're a naked mole rat. And you've got the queen. So they keep her pumped up with babies. This mole rat can have up to 30 babies. God love her. 30. She only has 16 nipples. Jesus. So anyway, 30 in one go. are probably... In one go. Wait for this, Cass. If you're, uh, uh, if you find yourself as the queen, the queen's dead. You beat, first of all, you're exhausted. exhausted. But before the exhaustion kicks in, before you've had your first set of 30 babies, your spine grows 30% longer to inhabit all of the small rolling mounds within. So anyway, your whole, these are the only mammals in the world, obviously, that operate under these amazing, like, hierarchy of queen. And then everyone else is sterile. Don't even think about it. What? So they feed off tubers, like large underground, like pumpkin-sized stuff like that. And uh, they go, they dig into the soil with their two teeth, with their mouths closed behind and just mm. kind of scrape away, creating these tunnels into the tubers. And then they bring the tubers back to their grand hall to feast upon it. And question, how do they, when do they replace the queens? How do they decide this? The queen dies. I don't know. I think the queen dies and just, I don't know whether one of them just becomes, that's what happens in the bees, I think. One of the females just sort of becomes the queen. Okay. Just steps up. It's kind of like just succession. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, guess what else? They're immune to cancer. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Something about their But they're all lying about having sugar. <laughs> yeah, they're all absolutely. And writing TV shows. Wait for this as well. They can live without oxygen for up to like 20 minutes. Ooh. Oh, these are, are, are these the evolution of humans? They've gotten rid of everything but the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, and this tiny mouth breathing at the end of the dick. Uh, so isn't that fucking amazing? What else can I tell you about mole rats? Um, 
I can't think of anything. Oh, damn, have I just sped through my whole thing? <laughs> you were too excited. I was too excited. Okay, they naked mole rats are, according to McKinley Valentine, uh, are immune to not having oxygen. They live underground in mass, writhing around in bundles with no fresh air. <laughs> That's just their day-to-day, just writhing. Yeah. Just so writhing everywhere. They're in the tunnel. They scrape a bit, of, a bit of clay. They move the clay back over each other. They're all like in a kind of tube of, of movement. <laughs> oh they're, they're kicking out. And eventually they kick out all the loose clay out into the top of the soil, creating a hole. And that's where a snake could come in to eat them. Oh, and well, that's stupid. Of the snake. Yeah. Because it arrives oh. in face first to like a fucking city of teeth. Oh, shit. And just gets pummeled by these dicks. Oh, Absolutely This is dick a dick bundling. centipede. I, this is unpleasant. They're fucking amazingly weird. And they're kind of endlessly living. They're weird. Okay, wait for this. Uh, so they can release a fructose into their bloodstream and use it for energy. But, but mammals use glucose. So do you know what else uses fructose? Plants. So there's this weird fucking hybrid of plants, of insect, with there's weird colony, li- colony life. Yeah. And mammal. Isn't this mind blowing? Truly. It's bizarre. Isn't it? Anyway, there you go. Well, I've Absolutely got an wild. exciting... Um, Naked mole rat cake here. Let's have a look. Oh wow! Oh, Very that's life amazing. That's no incredible. Not a hope. Not a hope. That's amazing. I recommend anyone can just Google naked, naked mole rat cake of dreams. Uh, well, well done, to Karen and Somerset. That's tweeted by the, the British Bake Off, the official British Bake Off so account. Good. That's incredible. There's people studying mole rats for hundreds the meme of years. reaction. There's just a thread of memes. Oh um, responding to it it's uh it's quite a look jen's it's, birthday's coming up next i my birthday's coming up next and what i would like is the best caterpillar in the world wait for this have a look at it <laughs> uh have a look at it there it's a pretty big caterpillar the length of maybe the palm of your hand or a finger again and wait for this you go in to threat the caterpillar and look what it does it to... creates the face and head of a snake. What? Ooh, that's crazy. What? Isn't that? So its bottom half lifts off the branch, twists around, and its whole bum becomes the head, very convincing, of a snake. Very that convincing. So that is the greatest caterpillar in the world. So I would like that for my birthday, if possible. Okay. Or a number of small baby bats in socks. <laughs> or okay. a honey badger, obviously. If anyone's got one of them lying around. <laughs> Wonderful. So excited by nature today and every day. Oh, look, she's retired now. <laughs> That's Jen. Retired our, from the green. dressed naked mole rat over there. <laughs> but wait, there's more. No, oh, that'd be a good Halloween costume for. I could just come laden with facts, dressed as a naked mole rat. You would just need those white bin bags and just cover them all over you, and you'd get the saggy skin. Lovely. Poke out two little eyes tiny and Jesus. then two big teeth. Yeah, you'd look like. And your little something. tiny hands. My normal size, <laughs> tiny hands. Yeah. Oh, and I could do the nips. Yeah. You could borrow the Ed Gein belt. I'd love that. Oh my God. The We've Ed Gein nips. fucking capsule wardrobe. <laughs> I have so much Gein garments. You do. Seriously. I have my flesh colored gimp mask from last live show. Oh, that worked really, really, really well there. <laughs> I think I had to cut it off. Um, did you guys hear about the manhunt that's going on for the uh, killer who escaped prison with the help of 
one of the prison staff. Someone sent this to me today. This happened last I week, okay? I'm not up on this. So uh, there's an inmate called Casey Cole White. He's 38 and he managed to dis- escape the Lauderdale County Detention Center about a week, ad- a week ago on the 3rd of May, right? So what happened was um, the inmate was shackled and handcuffed and Vicky White, no relation, she was the facility's assistant director of corrections quite high up, about three or four days away from her retirement party. <gasps> now she's young, she wasn't at retirement age, but she was obviously retiring from from that center. Oh, or good for her. Retiring, and um, she, she said a blog post about how to retire from your correctional facilities job director job, assistant director job. Right? She was like, "I will take Casey Cole White off to a mental health assessment." So what happened was in June of twenty twenty, I think, um, he confessed to. A being the hit hired hitman for a very vicious murder. And before the trial, Vicky was like, I'll take him off to get assessed, which did break their rules of needing two correctional officers to go with an inmate for any mental health assessment or anything, or just I'd say anything, mm-hmm. any outing. She was like, it's grand, I'll take him off. She was also like, I'm not feeling that great. So once I drop him off there, I'm going to go to the doctors. So giving herself a bit of time. She had just sold her house, uh, which was on a couple of acres. Now she only sold it for 95 grand, which was way below the ask price. You probably wouldn't even get a shoebox in Dublin for that right now. But uh, it, it wasn't suspicious because she seemed to be retiring. People were like, maybe she'll go live with family or maybe she's off somewhere. So no one was kind of concerned. And also she had an exemplary record. Like she was a fantastic. Never put a foot wrong. Never had put a foot wrong. And initially when this story broke, everyone was really concerned. There was suspicion that she had permitted the escape, but they were like, maybe she's been manipulated. Maybe she's been coerced. Maybe he's overpowered her. What has happened here? Um, the, the, her bosses and everything, they said there is no way she would have participated. We know for, you know, there's just, she was fantastic. Um, she, D- d- just makes no sense. Uh, her mother was so confused. Like this is not the Vicky we know to any stretch of the imagination. Um, they were talking. She'd been talking about using her retirement and going to the beach. Uh, she, you know, Vicky White's mother, Pat Davis, was still alive. She was like, they're just all in shock. We're very concerned. And so there was a reward put up for, you know, the safe return of Vicky and any information as to where Casey might. Be gone. So the two of them had just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. And she was she driving him in her own car? She was driving him in a patrol car, I believe. Okay, so she was doing the driving. That's this bizarre, isn't it? So bizarre, right? So um, first couple of days, they're all like, you know, the hunt for the escaped um, killer and Vicky's her safe host- return. His it, hostage. His hostage are... You know, up to high up, up to high They're like, we need to get these back. We need, he's very, they were like, he's very, very dangerous. Do not approach him. He's obviously a trained killer. He seems to have very little remorse. He's a really tall, he's six foot six. I think he might be, might be someone Sophie would find attractive <laughs> if he was groomed a little bit better. He's got that real height on him. Not curly hair though. Yeah, she would. Yeah. 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 He kind I like of, the greys and the beard mm. very, um, there's a gravitas there. Yeah. Do we know how many people he'd killed or he was an assassin? Well, he had he had he was in prison for something else when he admitted to being the hitman who killed that woman. So at least right. you know, 
Um, at least two, I would say. But he was also, he had a lot, described as being very mentally ill when he's in a controlled environment and sticking to his medical course and in treatment, he's fine. But the minute he starts to deviate from that, he becomes very dangerous. Uh, and he was a he was a violent drug user as well. So those things combined, obviously, recipe for disaster. So everyone was very concerned about Vicky. Now, as the days went on, so bear in mind, this only happened, sorry, they only escaped 10 days ago. Um, as they went on, there was first a $10,000 reward offered for, for their return and any information. That very quickly upped to $25,000. Um, $25, so he's six foot nine. So like big, big guy, very, very dangerous. Anyway, didn't it turn out that... They were in a secret relationship and they've been plotting this for months, if not years. Madly in love. Madly in love. They, other inmates described it as a special relationship. It seems they've been communicating with each other by, by a secret phone and have been communicating with each other very intimately for at least two years. And this was the plan. Sell and this your was gas. the plan. We're going on the run with the Sell your gas. So there was no... There was she had no doctor's appointment lined up for her illness and he had no mental health assessment lined up. So all of that was lies. They very calmly left the facility. Another officer put him in his his shackles and she put him in the car very oh, calmly goodness. drove off. And there was probably they probably had an hour or two before there was even any alarm raised no. because they're just off on their so there could be any errands. And what state was it? Are they near kind of like Dublin? the border? <laughs> yeah. Lauderdale, Alabama. So what, Mexico? Oh, well, that God. would be a good well, idea. Disgu- sorry, I'm really ignorant. Height. I have no idea. But it's weird to be sorry. So after um, you have to disguise the height. it's impossible. What are you thinking? Like down you on could the pretend. knees with pretend shoes, or you could pretend you were in fact two people having a joke. <laughs> That's it. All you need is a good trench coat, <laughs> yeah, and some tiny feet, <laughs> yeah. But um, they were caught on Monday in Indiana. Rooting for them. Well, I know he's extremely dangerous. So Vicky, 56 um, and 38, Casey, were chased down by police nearly 11 days after they had fled. She they is going to be screwed now for this. Well, she she didn't make it out alive. Oh, yeah. my So gosh. the minute they started coming in, or the case, there was a rollover, a crash. As <gasps> soon as they caught her coming in, she shot herself. Did, oh, God. Yeah. What about him? They didn't. caught him. No, no. Did they he try him. to? Do she you think was, it was driving part of their plan that he would. Um, I'm not sure. She was driving the car. It all happened very quickly. I imagine anyway. I wasn't there, um, but she seemed to be driving the car, rolled over in a crash, and then took her life. Took oh her life before God. she had time to be prosecuted, which isn't very indicative of any sort of innocence. Um, but yeah, a wild few days. There's been a great. Um, Constant update on it every single day. Oh dear. God. But imagine being around her and that story unfolding. Yeah. That she'd been so deceptive for years and years and years, but was secretly in love with this. Or he was mad incredibly killer. manipulative and managed to sort of ensnare her in this but like in his tallness. Younger man, very tall. I mean, irresistible. Irresistible. Mm. Did they even have a bit of crack before? They had a few days. Well, they had 11 days. They did check into hotels. Love making. Cystitis. Yeah. Chasey. Chafee. Yeah, I'd say. Um, yeah. 
Oh my God. God yeah, love I'm her. sad about that. Me now. too. Because I love love. You'd love a bit of love. You know, and to, to see, you love know, when they're like, love to laugh. You love, laugh, love. <laughs> love, laugh, love. Love, love, love. Um, that's got to be the episode. I'm delighted to be back. Is it? Yeah. 45? Oh no, it's You're a bit early. It's this a bit early. Jen. Whatever you <laughs> that was a good old rock and roll. Anything else? Now we're into word count territory. So, <laughs> how are okay. you feeling? How are you? Uh, I'll tell you what. I can thing. do a quick uh, little Daily Mailer. Please if you fancy. Do. Go on. Um, I mean, it's not much more than the headline. This woman bangs on her coffin lid as she's about to be buried at her own funeral. Shocked relatives take her to hospital where she is declared alive. Only to die hours again. later. Oh, it's always that the way. The hibernating hamsters all over again. But it's always the way. It's never like found. Just it's always one last gaping breath and then dead again. And she have to redo the whole bloody funeral now. Yeah, and everyone's like, hopes were raised and then dashed immediately. But this is absolutely bonkers. Like she was pronounced dead after a car crash, and then obviously interrupted her own funeral rude um banging on the lid of the coffin to be like i'm still fucking alive and like i when i first read it i was like oh like she was probably like just kind of like wouldn't fit out the door anyway like thought she was kind of maybe older yeah mm. and therefore mattered let that's a joke joke that's a joke i sensed it was <laughs> and, um, so she's 30 she's actually 36 in the oh my yeah, god yeah. Young and full of life Yeah so they basically um, Opened the coffin Found her Like Eyes open Looking at her But not in a great way And um, so, sure, Daily if Mail got, So was, if she got to the state Of burial She'd been embalmed Surely Yeah That is True That's it That's mad I smell a rodent. Like she was pronounced dead after the car crash. I don't know. Like no, hold, yeah, hold on. Something, something something's afoot. Are we something's not the right Daily here? Mail? Well, basically, anyway, Rosa and the coffin were rushed to the nearby referential hospital of uh, Ferranafe. This is in Peru, and they brought her in the coffin on the back of a pickup truck. Course speed is of the essence. Well, I, to be fair, I had actually been picturing them like just running like a kind of a Charlie Chaplin kind of movie. Holding on to just it. Just holding on to the coffin like the pallbearers just absolutely full tilt. But no, they whacked it up on a pickup truck. I do feel like there's something almost like a little half-hearted that they didn't get her out of the coffin almost a bit like, look, we're not sure if you're gonna. So we'll just leave you where you are and it's we'll see true. how this pans out. Anyway, they got her onto life support the sheepish medics, um, as the Daily Mail describes them, confirmed that she did have vital signs, but they were very low ones. Oh, wow. So she was right. alive. Yeah, and her condition improved slightly once she was on the life support, but then rapidly deteriorated. Gosh. And That would give you a I real fright. When, if you found out that all of your friends and family and loved ones were so keen to put you in the ground... There'd be a slight conversation sense in your mind of like, fuck all See, of them. What do I, I'm going to die Well, here's something I just them. learned, right? Yeah. In under Peruvian law, embalmed remains may remain unburied for as long as necessary, but 
unembalmed remains must can be interred within 24 hours of wow, death. So it must be a so lot cheaper for funeral costs that oh, if God. someone said, if you have the funeral within 24 hours, you don't have to embalm the body. That's depressing, isn't it? That isn't is it? so bizarre. Um, amazing. Now, um, it, obviously, it being uh, the hellscape that is 2022, there's pictures. Let's have a look. Or is that the wrong answer? You tell me. You're looking at it. I think it's so fucking sad. Oh, God. There's a lot of, like, video. Let's not and say we did. Like, I don't know about people. I'd like to think that in the scenario where I was a guest at a funeral, there essentially rose as guests at her funeral. Yeah. That mm-hmm. if... I mean, okay, I know now banging on the coffin, Has it's almost a vaudevillian. You might, that the showman inside each one of us yes. might be tempted to take the camera out. Yeah. I urge everyone to resist should you ever wind up in this scenario. Um, but they thought so they were witnessing a miracle, I'd say. Police at the same time. running with the coffin. Oh, oh my Jesus. God, there's crowds everywhere. Oh God. Um, an unnamed aunt uh, told the Daily Mail she's furious. Right. I mean, fair. With who? I want to know why my niece reacted yesterday when we were taking her to be buried. We have the videos in which she pushes and touches oh the coffin. Oh my God. Imagine them being like, videoing, being like, do it, do it again there. Just, I think she's just, just missed it the first time. Mm. Just do it, do it again. Oh God. If that was like Jake Paul... That. Oh, this would be a, a what would the hit. headline of that YouTube video be? Uh, oh, oh my god, he's back again. Uh, do you happen to remember a little thing called the coffin bell? Yeah, they used to have ago. in there. Yeah. That's right. Uh, do I happen to remember? Yeah, from my do you youth. Happen to, uh, have you guys? Oh my god, wait, before you talk about yeah. the coffin bell, just mentioning my youth there, just brought up this frankly horrifying. Thing, this trend that is emerging of people calling like the 90s the late 1900s <laughs> but that's incorrect it's the it's late 20th century yeah but it's the 19 late 1900s of course oh, yeah yeah it took me a minute as well and it's a horrifying horrifying <laughs> realization <laughs> like we were born in the late 1900s well jen was born in the mid 1900s not even that late <laughs> That is horrifying. It's not right. I don't like it, and people must stop. That is so funny. So people, what people must do to is return to a coffin bell. Yeah, sorry. The Just quick bell, re- yeah. re- reminder: uh, the security coffin it was called a security coffin. It was designed by Dr. Johann Joffrid at 1829. Alerted a cemetery nightsman. Yeah, what a job he had by a bell that was activated by a rope connected to strings attached to hands, feet. And also head yeah. of the corpse. But you know, the bells were going off nonstop because yeah. of the gases being released in the body. Exactly oh, so. It was a fucking symphony of bells tormenting these ba, night ba, watchmen. Ba, 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 Imagine they all were just playing the exorcist. Oh God, I like Dammer style. Could, yeah. Um, if you missed that reference, that might be because you're not a patron. Yeah. Uh, Sophie did an unbelievably good, um, huge big Dahmer episode that's up there now. Should you wish to dip your toe? Or? In audio and visual format, should you like to watch our reactions to the Dahmer? It's an absolute information. stonking good time. Yeah, it's but a 36 hour episode. Sadness and appropriate respect. Yes. Um, 
That's it. That's the creep dive. What do we have for the hive? I have the murder of George Tiller, which is interesting given what the states are trying to do now. Um, oh, very good. I have an update from the satanic, uh, our, our old friends. The Satanists. You know, the Satanists. And they're reaching out to help. And also a little bit about American cheese. Lovely. Okay. I, I don't know if I'll go into it, but I had been considering chatting about our old pal, uh, Ed Kemper. Oh, I was only watching him the other day. Were you? Darkness. I'm only ever a few days out from watching him myself. Sure, we'll talk about it over there. Speaking of tall man related, he was also 6'9". Maybe something happens with the talls. Both oh, of oh. you would be considered talls. And proud of it. Uh, see on the I'm other side. I'm making a few tall men myself. You certainly are. Bye. Bye. Just before we go, um, this marks the beginning now for us to move to one main freebie every two weeks for the summer. And you'll still get your regular hive. So if you're feeling like you're missing us, that's where we'll be. We're now offering a new tier where you can come and do a watch party with us too. Loads of cracked. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well done, Jen. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.